The views and opinion and comments on this episode of the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinion by any law enforcement department or agency. Content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Listener's discretion is advised. Now that that's out the way, let's get this show started. Welcome one, welcome all. This is the Black and Blue Bad Girl Podcast, the only podcast that was made by law enforcement for law enforcement. To express our thoughts, our concerns, ideas, or hey, if you just want to vent, you can do that too. Now hold on, wait a minute, civilians. We haven't forgot about you. We welcome you to listen in. We'd like to hear from you. I'm not alone. I brought back up who's on this ride along with me. Wadi. And Holiday. And I'm Jules. We have a great show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. On today's episode, the Vanguards are discussing the six law enforcement officers who died in the line of duty. And nobody really talking about it, but we are that and much, much more. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's get busy. Holiday, what you know good? All good. I'm, I'm all good. No other choice. All right, cool. Miss Wadi, what's happening? I'm good. Good, chilling. How are y'all? I'm all right. Well, I'm doing, I'm doing damn good. I'm on furlough, so you know I'm happy. Nice. <laughs> you know I'm happy. I'm nice. on vacation for people who don't know what furlough is. I'm on, I get time to myself here. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Man, so yeah, the wife and I, we gonna we out here at the lake house. We got just just chilling and relaxing, just getting away from all the hustle and bustle and the and the fast life of of, of Chicago. Nothing wrong with man. that. Much needed. But guys, mm. man, definitely, man. Holiday, I appreciate you, cat daddy. But I want you guys to be safe now. You know, I'm I'm, I'm you know, I'm here, man. But so so call me if you need anything. I'm here. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, let's get let's get started. We're going to talk about what's new on the beat. Guys, let me go first. It's not long, uh, but it's a good one. But this one happened when I'm off duty. I was uh, off duty. I was I stopped in. I stopped by uh, Walgreens. I forgot I was picking up. I think I was picking up some I was picking up some pops, some Dr. Pepper and some cookie doughs and nice crunch of bunches. Nice. <laughs> you know, some snacks when I get home after I eat. I have a little dessert. Well, it was this really, really intoxicated dude that, that was at Walgreens. And, and I met dude before on a stop while I was working, maybe a week's prior. And he was towed up there. So my man just got a problem with, with drinking. He can't put it in me. He just, he, he can't handle his liquor because he uh, was he was lit. Can't put that bottle down. Mm. No, no, my man needs some, my man, my man needs some help. Yeah. So, so I was like, oh yeah, man, this, this dude's going to steal out of here. So let me just, you know, and then it was a number of women that worked at Walgreens and the security guard wasn't there mm-hmm. because I know on that one, that particular one, they have a security guard, but he wasn't there yet. So, I'm 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 watching, dude. I'm just lollygagging, make sure he get up out of there, make sure he don't do nothing, and 
make sure you leave the store with no problems. He's not bothering anybody, not messing with the female workers there, whatever the case may be, customers. So he picked up, I'm, I'm, I'm getting in line. I'm in line. So he picked up this car. He's in front of me. So he got this little toy car in his hand. Nice. And I'm saying, what are you going to do with this? This brother at least like, like 50, maybe, maybe 55. I said, what are you doing with this, with this toy car? I said, yeah, he's going to steal this thing. So the lady called him up. And then the next lady, uh, cashier, called me up. I said, okay, I'm right next to him. I said, man, I got to see this. This dude's going to take off. And when he do, man, I'm just going to blast this guy. Nice. And uh, <laughs> now, what happened? She rung the car up. This dude went in his pocket and pulled out a wad of cash. That dude had a knot. And I was like, ain't this, ain't this a bit? I'm sitting up there looking at this dude. I said, you know what? What came to my mind right then and there was like, yeah, don't ever judge a book by his cover. Because mm. I'm sitting up there like, man, I know this dude. He drunk. I mean, his, his clothes was toe up. He was a, a mess. And I'm like, yeah, he going to steal. This dude didn't put out a fat roll and pay for that car. And I'm like, you know what? You know what, Jules? You should be ashamed of yourself. And then I looked up, looked back at him. I said, I should rob this dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should. I, like, <laughs> I, should, I, should. I said, yeah, man, let me help this dude up, man. Let me, let me take it. Let me. Yes, <laughs> sad. Hey, He looking toe up from the floor up. And he's still going to rob. Man, yes, I was going to jack you, man. I was going to straight jack this dude and be gone, man. No, man, I was just playing, but I'm just playing well, kind of. But so I was like, man, ain't this something? My man got some money on him. He got some bread. I was like, all right, well, cool. Good for him. I don't know what we're going to do with that car, but all right, good for him. So so that's what happened. That was, that, that was, that was, that was what new was on the beat for me. Hey, anybody got anything holiday, Miss Waddy? Anybody got anything new? I don't. I've been on furlough this whole time, so. Nice. Nice. Well, well, well hold on now. Hold on. Hold on now, Miss Waddy. Well, you was on furlough. With, you had anything going on? Any plans? Did you go out or what? what just, what's going I on? I did. I just kicked it with family and friends the whole time. Went out some places and enjoyed myself. Painted. Okay, well, 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 let's talk about this painting. Let's talk about this painting. What you, what you paint? You like, like clouds or something, or cows? Or <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Different scenery stuff, just for my, uh, my website. Okay, was it like a, like a, you know, like a paint simp or, or, or paint nudist or something, or what we, what we got going on? No, it's just um, I have my own website. I do art on the side. Um, I've always been an artist, so I make home goods, uh, designs, using okay. paint and stuff like that. So I paint portraits and stuff. So just adding little by little to my website. You know, trying to get my business. Hey, up. there you go. Well, well, go ahead and pro how you feel. How you feel, Miss? Why do you want to promote? We want to promote yourself on here. How you feel or or no? You put me on the spot. I mean, it's cool if people want, want to add to their home decor and everything. You want to buy your wife or your spouse something or your children something. 
Um, I do sell coasters and uh, serving trays and just, you know, um, some nice art pieces to put up on your wall. So you can feel free to shop at amiablesoul.net. That's spelled A-M-I-A-D-L-E-S-O-U-L dot N-E-T. Amiablesoul.net. And thank y'all for shouting me out. Jewels and Holiday. Well, for sure, because, we're, yeah, over here at this house, we have we have several of your artwork, of your coasters and cups over here. Yes, sir. Great work. It's great work. Y'all love it. Y'all won't be Thank y'all. You know I appreciate the support. Definitely yeah. appreciate the support from y'all. I'm looking at I'm looking at it right now, actually. <laughs> hey, got the, got the cup to match the coaster. Great work. So, y'all won't be disappointed. I will tell you that. Oh, no. Thank you. Yeah, so I'm definitely, Miss White, I'm definitely hit you up, you know, because some holidays is coming up, so. I'm so here. Get, he said, get, he said, get ready now. Get ready. I'm here. 24-7. <laughs> All, right. All right, cool. Oh, holiday. Cat Daddy, man, you got anything new, man? You know what I don't get? I don't, some of these times you go to these reports, I don't get how, um, I don't know if this is funny or serious or it's kind of effed up, but, you know, I had to do a report because somebody got uh, robbed and he's he was like the band player. You, you know how they play little uh, mariachi bands and stuff. They play music in the right. backyard or whatever. This guy didn't mm-hmm. even play. He was like a band member. Uh, three cars came out of there. Uh, three, six people jumped on him. Three cars. Man, what do you I, I go I go to make the, you know, Go to Buddy so he can do the, you know, get the information for this report. And it was, it was like on one shoulder, he's looking like depressed. And then on the other shoulder, the, the people he's with, they all drinking beer, eating tacos, having a great time, like, <laughs> like living on. Yeah. Like, man, I would have said, shut this shit off, man. Look, man, I look, man. They took my key, they took my wallet and my, uh, my phone, you know, one came to help me out. Like, hey, hey, hey for holiday, that's what I was about to ask you. Let me ask you, where, where was the band members at, man? man he was in the backyard. Where was the, where was the band members? He, he, my man getting jacked. He getting jacked he, up, and the he, band members still playing. Can you imagine you you sipping on a Modelo, eating a taco, and <laughs> like, nah, I just got my ass. Beat. <laughs> it's like, where were you, guys? Like. <laughs> They 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 over there looking at them stupid because you know they feeling good. <laughs> I get that the music still playing. They invited me and my partner for tacos. <laughs> they like, man, come on in, officer, come on in, get you some tacos. I'm looking over here. Just I'm like, tacos. you know what? I'm trying to get my man's information. So let me do this report, <laughs> man. I don't like he looking at me all sad, but everybody else is like, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, I'm like, man, oh. this is a messed up situation because I tell you one thing, something happened to me. No, this operation shut. I ain't playing not a single Right, guitar. ain't nobody playing. I'm knocking the tacos over. I don't give a damn. And there's two things damn. you're going to do. Nothing to like it. Man, my right. wallet, my wallet go. gone. My phone, I can't even call y'all. It's, it's over. I can't. Social media, hey, man. Who wanna beat up on a mariachi on a mariachi band member? No, maybe it's like a a rival, like a a rival mariachi band, and like <laughs> like both they're like two factions of bands are going at it or something. Like nobody can play on this block, but but us. But they they disrespecting their set or something, man. I mean, 
This thing must, must this thing might be deeper than that. I don't know. Mm, shit, whatever it is, boy. That the other the other band's up one. <laughs> I mean, the good news is he was right. in good condition. He wasn't hurt. You know, they didn't they didn't like okay. He wasn't bleeding or nothing. So it's not like they totally whooped him. But man, I would have walked back to that house, man. It's over. <laughs> OVA over. It, they, they they offer you any cervezas? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? They tried. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I said, man, I'm all business right now. Man, my man looking sad. Like, hey, hey man, just hey, just put in put in a plastic cup over there. I can't be seen with this in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Not the red cup, I'm nuts. <laughs> tell the uh, tell buddy, like, man, that's all right, man. You'll get them back, man. Yeah, but yeah, so it's one of the moments, man. I don't know if it's funny or I guess it's funny, but uh, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's bad for it's bad for my man, but the rest of the band members is still party because Listen, man, we had a party, man. Because I'm talking both ways. It's like, oh man, thanks guys, ha ha ha. Then I look over, then I gotta put a straight face, <laughs> like. <laughs> I felt like two, I felt like two face. One's mean and one's happy. I'm like, I don't know what the, you know. No oh, man, it's like I'm trying to joke with them. Like, oh yeah, guys, ha ha. Oh man, y'all having a good time. Then he over here looking at me. I'm like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's messed up, right? Yeah, man. but yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll tour the area with negative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tour the area <laughs> with negative results. <laughs> Negative results here. Uh, we didn't find anybody. But call this number if you get any different additional information. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have a good, have a good rest of the evening. <laughs> uh, 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 by the way, audio video recording. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but all right, relocating. Right, but yeah, that's that's what I got. Yeah. All right. Hey, that's a good one, man. Oh man, I know what's so I know was I know was hostile in the mariachi band business. Yeah, I don't know. I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe because they play the music all night. I don't know. But whatever it is. Oh, you know what? Holiday. You, all right, there we go. Because we get a lot of working, you know, at nights. You think they'd be sleep. Man, it'd be like three in the morning in the backyard. You're like, man, y'all go. Man, they formed they formed the militia. Like we gotta get these mariachi band members out, out our neighborhood playing that music all night. I gotta get up and go to work. Mm-hmm. So they formed the militia. Who's with yeah. me? They said, "Oh <laughs> yeah, three Carlos with me." Hey. They're like, "Yeah, one of them just went to his vehicle. We're gonna ride up on it and hit that mark with the guitar." Damn. <laughs> like, oh, man. like Jerry, that honky talk man, Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. Some wrestlers back mm-hmm. in the day. Man, you crack that, crack that acoustic right over his head. Mm-hmm. That's what I think of your music. Wow, man, God bless him, man. God bless him. But overall, he's all okay. right, man. Let's keep rolling. Oh, he's a good. Okay, that's good, man. I'm, I'm glad. You know, you know, he didn't lose a life or get, you know, have to get, go to the hospital seeing the doctor. So I'm, I'm glad, glad he's okay. Yeah, his ego just bruised a little bit, but yeah, all right. <laughs> I ain't fun. Man, but I right, let's 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 keep moving. Let's keep rolling. Holiday, man. Since you're talking good, Cat Daddy, man. Any uh, follow ups? All right. So, 
we have one from uh, our first follow-up is from Officer Kim. Uh, thank you, Officer Kim, uh, for emailing us at gmail at uh, the black and blue vanguard podcast at gmail.com and he wrote that if the sergeant can get arrested for battery the kid can get arrested for attempted theft mm. okay officer kill yeah. first thing yeah also yeah thank you for thank you for your feedback but yes yeah and and, and, and folks what he's talking about referring to the last episode we talked about the officer in um uh rich uh, uh, park ridge park Ridge, yeah he was off duty and he got he got charged because he saw some he saw a kid take his son's bike well according to the according to to the kid he said he was moving the bike whatever the case may be he grabbed his son's bike and he went over there and detained him and he ended up and they charged him for ag assault and and, and official misconduct I, 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 but that's a good a good point if the sergeant get arrested for the, for the battery then the kid can get arrested for attempt death just like just like the, the officer on the beach now if he, if he can get arrested for aggravated battery then she can get arrested for trespassing so that's that's people that's just what we're talking about as far as it's it's so blatantly obvious that officers are under attack in, in my opinion this is just how I see it Mm-hmm. Because there's a two way, it, it should be a two way street here. Why is everything going to officer? If we're justified of doing this, how are we still getting locked up for it? It doesn't make any sense. We're justified. People, it, this is not like a, it's not like, you know, officers are, 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 are above anything. It's just we're given judicial power where we can detain, we can, we can arrest, we can defend, we can shoot. We're given these, these, these powers. They're lawful, is what I'm saying. So he's lawful. He was right. He's lawful. He's covered by the law to do what he's he done. Mm-hmm. He had qualified immunity. So, yeah, I mean, to, to charge the officer, it, it, it's, 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 it's confusing. It's it's like wait a minute. It's like wait a minute. What, what was this the Twilight Zone? I know we did a show a while ago about you know officers that looked as a defender and the offender as the as the victim. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah, that's a good 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 that man. So somebody if some when somebody listens to the show, riddle us that and send us back the the the, the riddle on that uh the answer to that question. If the officer can get charged, how come the the person who grabbed the bike don't get charged as well, because let me because the the officer didn't have the intent to go over there. And it wasn't like he was he was walking past the bike and the officer grabbed get down on him and and detained him. No, it was a reason why he he took action. But but I mean, good question, man. Good question. Anybody got anything add on that or or no? No, that's well said. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. Guys, man, thank you, man. Come on, man. Man, thank you, guys. Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, y'all. All right. <laughs> we got anything? Anything else? Holiday. All right, and we have uh, one more from Officer Murray. Uh, we want to thank you, Officer Murray, for listening in, and uh, and he wrote thanking us for talking about how unfair law enforcement officers are being treated. 
No wonder crime is out of control. Seems like politician is only focused on hammering police officers. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Ain't nothing else to add on that thing because I agree with him. What, what do you guys think? Yeah, shoot, just like <laughs> what we just talked about. Yeah, I agree. It's all a political agenda. Damn these politicians. Damn them. Mm-hmm. Until somebody go up there and rob them. Until somebody go up there and shoot up their house. Until somebody carjack them. Yep. Until somebody go up there and hurt hurt their loved ones. Mm-hmm. Then we need to work on it. Mm-hmm. Or do you want the police to do something? But we can't because you guys are... You, you, Boy, okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna keep it. I also have to go there, man. But you already know, let me uh, let me go there because listen, that's the whole thing, man. That's the whole thing. People talking about what's up with the crime and stuff, what's going on. Uh, well, here's the thing the problem is, you know, officers are short or whatever the case may be, all, all, all nationwide. The problem is, hell, you give me a good thousand officers, but you give me it's like it's like it's like the movie 300 you get the best 300 out there versus millions of persians or mm-hmm. whoever they was fighting mm-hmm. same principle the same principle goes on here i mean you give me a good thousand officers oh we can clean this stuff up we can clean it up but you can't go here and boohooing when when we do our job right. somebody go somebody you know saying do something somebody uh you know uh carjack somebody by gunpoint we get behind the car, the car and them crashing, they end up getting hurt. Then you're looking at the officers like, oh, well, you know what, why, why, why'd you chase it? Because that's what we do, you idiot. Don't boo-hoo because he took the car by gunpoint. He victimized somebody and we're doing our jobs. And then you sit up here looking at us and blame the officer because we're in the chase. Oh, well, that wouldn't happen if you to chase. No, it wouldn't happen if he didn't, if he didn't carjack exactly. this person. If he wasn't running, it wouldn't happen. If you weren't doing what you was doing, it wouldn't happen. But this is literally right. a time where people really favor criminals and when they when we say that is y'all saying that because y'all the police i'm saying that because i see it mm-hmm. that's facts that's yeah. what's going on right yeah tell them is what that's what's going on and people looking at what, we made what, up. what can we do with the crime they make all the you know right. heroes criminals heroes right. that's the thing well miss water you talking good you might as well go ahead and and, and hit the, hit us with the notifications. Well, the first one is very tragic and sad, which is an understatement. A three-year-old boy by the name of Matteo Zastro was killed after being shot in the head in a road rage incident. Mm. Police said at mm. 8.38 p.m., a woman was driving near Marquette Road and Costner Avenue in a 2012 white SUV when a red sedan pulled up and a poor excuse of a human being in the backseat fired shots. Matteo was rushed to Christ Hospital and was later pronounced. No one in custody. There is a $7,000 reward for information for his arrest. That is tragically pathetic. So pathetic. Mm. As, much, as much as I would love that $7,000, but I'll find that bastard for free. Dude, yeah, exactly. Hey, Holiday, you talking good. You talking good. I'll throw that motherfucker. Like, Absolutely. Like the Royal Rumble. I'll throw that motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, people, should be, people should be disgusted. Yeah. Seven-year-old baby. And a road rage at that. I mean, come on. I mean, what, what is it? Okay, somebody cut you off or you didn't get the light or somebody driving too slow or too fast or whatever the case may be or flip you off. But is that is it warranted to take somebody's life, a baby's life, anybody's life for that? 
people are sick and when they know they live in a state, well, I don't know where this happened at, but you know, it's it's still all around in this country, you know. No, it was in Chicago. It was in Chicago. Oh yeah. yeah. So of course, you know, they get emboldened to act the way they've always wanted to when you get politicians and telling them that, you know, if the police catch you, we're gonna find a way to make the police at fault, even though you just killed the three-year-old mm. boy. Mm. You know what should be done? So should whoever to find, you know, find this guy, tie him up and let me put a rope around his neck and let me tie him on the back of the police cruise and let me drag him around citywide. That'd be awesome. And just hope it for it's just not fair, you know. No, no, that fair. baby didn't deserve that. That baby ain't even not even here. Three years old. He's gone over some BS. But I digress. They say police are the problem. I digress. Yep. Okay. All right. Well. All right. We got we got anything else, Ms. Wadi? Yeah. A CPS security guard watched as a man beat and robbed a 16-year-old outside Edgewater School. Other school employees intervened in the attack. David Roosevelt, 36 years old, is charged with robbery and aggravated battery. Of course, thus, this is not his first offense. David was paroled in June after serving half of half a six-year sentence for what you ask? Robbery. Of course, we're not surprised. The boy suffers swelling to his eye, facial lacerations, and his sore and has soreness to his head and chest. Mm. It, it, mm. What, let me ask you something. Did they say why the guard just watched or, you know? Well, school surveillance cameras show the security guard did try to intervene, but backed away after the offender hit her arm. Police placed him in custody mm. and he's awaiting trial. Okay. So she, she, she did, but she got a little, you know, she, he, he, <laughs> she got, she got stunned and like, no, nah, forget this. They probably didn't pay me enough to handle this. So. Exactly. What? I'm like, hmm. that's crazy. Nah, but I would have intervened. No, I can't. You know what? And, and even though it's still security, it's still law enforcement with them. Yeah, it's like that's even, the point of being security, you know. And, and even they are scared to touch because what goes yeah. on. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's sad. Like you're it's very sad. Like they're not gonna. Uh-uh. I'm gonna do as many as less as possible because I'm not going on the news or social media. Right. That that also their company has had probably told me it's a hands off type type deal they have where yeah, they can't they put they hands can't on people. Touch. But my thing is some stuff when they say hands off, like I don't know because it's just like when I used to work my side jobs at the retail stores, like it's hands off, you know, for certain situations. But if they get to put okay. hands on like other people, like the workers, the customers, mm -hmm. yeah, you got to take action. That's a battery. Cause second okay. Right, okay. Hey. you know what I'm saying? And it's like, okay, well, what type of hands off are we all talking about? To what degree? You know what I'm saying? So, I, I mean, well, you what, know, I get you never well, what, know. Miss Waddy, I'm glad you. About. Well, Miss Waddy, I'm glad you kind of cleared that up then, because I think when when I when I listen when they hear talk uh, when security guards talk is like, well, we have a it's a liability issue. We can't put our hands on people. And I was like, oh man, so it's it's a Walgreens that get tagged every day. 
mm-hmm. every day to get tagged. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised this Walgreens is still up, but still up. But in but that case, I, I to understand. The, okay. So, the Walgreens, I so understand because so, it may be just, okay, they stealing candy all the time. I get it. It pisses them off because y'all on inventory or y'all insurance got to keep paying for stuff. But for that instance, yes, it's a liability because am I going to risk putting okay. hands on somebody to stop them from stealing some candy and then he want to take it to the next level. Then I got to take it to the next level. Then he get really hurt, even though he was in the wrong. They going to put on the news. This security guard in Walgreens beat him because he took some candy. Mm-hmm. Why, ain't the, why ain't the security guard just okay. buying the candy? Uh, nah. mm. so, back, so you're pretty much saying this the so it's pretty much saying, what well, far as property, it really can't really intervene, but far with with, with person is different. Yeah, well, some places everybody does it different. Everybody got their own rules in different places. I I can't mm, speak to okay. every place, but some places it's like, uh, we got insurance to cover that. If they do, just you know, document it, give a description so we know not to let them in the next time they come around. Okay, and okay. it's because of those. It's because of those reasons because. Like back in the day, Jules, you know that back in the day, it didn't used to be like that. If somebody was stealing, people were hands on and beat them until they didn't want to ever come back out the house. Because, mm-hmm. and I was telling a partner of mine on the job, I said, when people make these comments, when we intervene, when, people, when it comes to people stealing and property and stuff like that, people make it sound like the police just being so harmless, like, oh, I get he was stealing, but the police... They valued the property more than that person's life. That no, yeah. people literally not paying attention to our full sworn in duty and job. It says we are to preserve life and property. That's a job right. we have. Right. That's the duty. Well, well, here's the thing. Here's a, it speak to a deeper, a deeper issue because it's like if you keep stealing, let's say take this Walgreens. You keep stealing the Walgreens. Walgreens is losing profit. If you lose yep. profit, the store is going to close. Now, if the store is going to close, Walgreens have what in that? They got, they got first aid. They got pharmacies where people go and get their prescription. Yeah. Now, there's, now you're out the hood where you now you have a Walgreens that's out the hood where people that, that need this stuff now have to go travel to a further place to get this stuff. Yeah. And it's like, what, you, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't blew up the spot where they're, they're shipping. They're shipping their store to someplace else because they're losing money because people keep constantly stealing. Stealing for what? Stealing for their habits or whatever the case may be. So it's like, no, the, the people in the community lose when Walgreens and CVS and, 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 mm-hmm. and, and grocery stores move out of the neighborhood. And then you yeah. want to sit up here and say, hey, why don't we have these businesses in the black neighborhood? Right. Because of stuff like that. So it's a, it's, it's a domino effect. That's why we must cut it off at you know, even if it's a small thing as, as right, we cut off at the root. We, we cut off when when a simple simple retail theft because we don't want this to be the norm. Exactly. You know, so that's that's why we that's why we protect life of property. You know, so people need to get their head out their asses and look at the totality of the, the circumstances. They need to look at the full picture of why we we're doing that. Yeah, we understand it's just okay. It's just a chips. It's, it's just some pop. It's just some cake. Well, yeah, but if he do it and that person do it and he do it and she do it and they come back twice and three times and like, oh man, this is golden, then why anybody do it? Hell, I might as well walk my ass up there and just take a case of case of pop <laughs> and walk out. Well, I got paid for it for it since you got since you're not go not you guys not gonna do anything. Right. Like I was gonna like I was gonna rob my buddy that was up in there and buy pay for that car, man. I was gonna get him. 
That boy put up a fat a fat knot too. I was like, man, what the what is he doing with this? No, nah, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I want people to think like, man, they got this guy on the job. Um, <laughs> but but uh anything else, Miss? Anything else, Miss Waddy? Just anonymous tips up to five thousand dollars for the tips leading to gun trafficking mm-hmm. charges or convictions, and up to fifteen thousand dollars for tips leading to homicide charges or convictions. You can always call. 833-408-0069 or you can always email us at cpdtip.org you know we need that the 30 we talked about uh uh uh, uh miss waddy had talked about earlier on the show who got killed in the road race engineer we need information on that you know we have the 11 year old girl who was you know sexually assaulted uh, abused coming home from school we're still looking for that for that piece of crap uh hell just another day a post worker some dude in broad daylight tried to sexually assault a post- postal worker while on duty. People in the communities, we need to, you know, we need to, you know, focus and look and see what's going on in our neighborhoods and see something, say something, intervene, get a picture, yell at somebody, throw something at them, or whatever the case may be, get involved. Because the 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 greatest the greatest triumph that evil have is when good people do nothing. Yeah, you know, do absolutely nothing. So let's let's get involved. Let's get involved. Okay, guys, let's start the the investigation part, the main event of the show. Uh, guys, we came across a a video, and I didn't care too much for it, but I we want to bring it into light a little bit because it speak to a different. Uh, it speak to a, a a bigger issue when we're talking about policing and community members. We must got. We got to work together. We have to work together. That's the first and foremost. But when you get people who blatantly just being disrespectful for law enforcement officers and want to keep a division, that's the problem. What's going on in today? There's division in community members and law enforcement. Division on politics. Division on of religion. You know, just a lot of division that's going on in this world, and it's not good overall. So we're going to play a clip. We're going to play a clip, and we're going to talk about it. Uh, Good afternoon, everybody. Thank you, and welcome. Um, Thank you for being here today as we present Alex Alex Mingus with the Chief's Award for Valor. The Chief's Award for Valor is awarded to community members who have been conscious of danger, intelligently distinguish themselves by performance of an act of gallantry and valor at imminent personal hazard to life. On October 8, 2021, Alex was driving with his wife to work and he heard gunshots in the vicinity of a Speedway gas station near Rice and Larpeter. He pulled into a parking lot nearby and saw multiple people running from the gas station. He also saw a red van that left at a high rate of speed. Alex followed the van, thinking it was somehow involved in the incident. The van pulled over to the side of the road, and a man got out, asking for help. He was bleeding profusely. Alex responded by wrapping a shirt around the victim's arm to try and slow the bleeding. Later, it was learned that an artery in the victim's wrist had been severely damaged by a bullet. Doctors stated that the aid provided by Alex prevented this man from dying. In his nomination, Officer Eric Jaworski wrote, Alex Mingus's actions were above 
above and beyond those displayed by the average everyday citizen. He recognized the sound of gunfire and conscious of the dangerous situation that he found himself in, he still chose to stay in the area. He chose to put himself into a potentially life-threatening situation because he wanted to help. Alex, you displayed great courage during an extremely dangerous situation involving gunfire. Your selfless, selfless actions to follow the vehicle and then assist a bleeding individual without any hesitation is more than admirable. It is my great pleasure to present you with the Chief's Award for Valor in recognition for your heroic efforts. Congratulations. training that they have, that I have. I'm a certified firearms instructor. I work in this high school in Minneapolis. I'm a dad and a husband and a wonderful community member. Um, that day, nine of your squad cars raced past us. As I was flagging them down, I said in the letter you sent me, and that was a potential of 18 people. 18 people could have stopped to help preserve life. 18 people chose to go to a potential threat. And I, and I recognized the man had a pistol, and we didn't know what he was doing. Um, I do appreciate the recognition. Uh, but I will keep this stuff. This will go to my mom, and this will probably go to my son. I'm very uncomfortable being here with you guys. I do not walk with the police. But I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to say these things. And I just want folks to know that they don't keep us safe. We keep us safe. Um, riots work. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thanks, Alex. Can you take this Thank you. Y'all be safe out here. Great work. Thank you. Thank you for sure. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Alex got an award from um this is from St. Paul uh St. Paul, Minneapolis. And you heard on the on the on the video, you heard that you know he rendered aid and 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 you know a guy got his artery hit by a bullet and you know you bleed out and you potentially lose an arm, lose your life, but end up stopping it and helping to save the man's life. Cool. The police chief from St. Paul gave him a ward. He got up there and pretty much blasted the police. He blasted the police for, for doing their job. I mean, I, guys, we can understand how we're going to a job and we see somebody flagging us down. I mean, it happens to me all the, it happened to me a lot. I know you guys, it happened to you where there was a, there's a threat. Even he said it on, on film. He said it that, you know, they was, go, they was going after the guy with the gun could potentially shoot and kill more people. So we got to stop the threat. So he got up there and blasted the police, which I'm not understanding. I'm not understanding why he do it, why he did it. And I don't understand why the police chief, I guess he gave him, he gave him his rights to let him, let him speak. I would have followed behind it and 
said a few words of my own, but man, guess why? I'm not the police chief of anywhere, but man, guys, let me ask you something, man. What do you guys, what do you guys think? It don't matter who jump, whoever want to jump in. What do you guys think after you heard, after you heard this, this guy, this firearm instructor, you know? Willful, willful ignorance. Yeah. Yeah. Willful ignorance because you just acknowledge why. So you see the person who shot, uh-huh. but then you also see that the police are going after the person who most likely who shot him. Right, 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 right. So you're mad. That is the first thing we're supposed to do when we go to a person shot scene. You have to make sure the scene is safe. Now to where there's mm-hmm. no more of, there's no gunman basically left on scene that could still potentially kill more people. Exactly. Why, exactly. I just don't understand for the life of me why so many civilians think so unintelligently the way they do. I never knew how many unintelligent people I knew or even existed or would start to see since 2020. You acknowledged mm-hmm. it's a difference if if you know in a moment it's heightened, you, you see this person shot, you want to get him help, you see the cars go bad, you like, dang, they just gonna keep going bad. Like you, you probably think they going home for the day, or they just ignored it because they don't feel like they're right. That's different. Like they're going you to lunch. You just said <laughs> right. you saw who they was going after. That's just mm-hmm. like saying if somebody shot the dude in front of you. In the dining room, we get there, and he's standing in the living room who shot him. You want me to render aid first to the dude on, that shot on the floor in the dining room while the dude in the gun is still in the living room? Right. I don't understand why some civilians just have this stupid way of thinking. I don't understand it, and I hate to sound like that, but the amount of willfully stupid-minded people is pathetic to me. That's an understatement. And he, I feel like that's part of that is cloud chasing. It could be some, it could really could be some cloud chasing because they gave you the platform to speak. Because mm-hmm. that, honestly, that could have been an opportunity where it's like, okay, even if you disagree with a lot of stuff you saw in the media or things that police have done wrong in the past and present, that could have been an opportunity where, you know what? I applaud the officers because while they couldn't immediately stop to help this person I'm flagging them down about, they're going, they're apprehending the guy who did the crime. They're going after Mm -hmm. him. So it's not Mm -hmm. like they're just driving by and ignoring the whole scene. But no, you wanted to use that. Some people, I'm not saying he did, but some people, I wouldn't put it past them, but some people use moments like that when they already say, I don't mess with the police, I don't like the police, da, da, da. If they see the police do their job the way it's supposed to be done, or they see the police, like they witness the incident where the police go above and beyond, people feel like they have to hold on to their emotions. So even mm-hmm. if they see something that made logical sense of what the police did, they're going to try to find a way as much as possible to make to ostracize and make the police look bad because they have to hold on to the emotionally stance, which is, I got to hate the police all the time. If they do what's right, I got I have to lie and make it seem like they did something wrong. Right. I have to, because right. my emotions have to be right. The media, which is 
you know, who raised me. I live behind a computer screen. I listen to the media. The media tells me these are the emotions I have to have. The, the media picks my emotions for me. So I have to stand firm on these emotions that tell me to hate the police. So, no, you know, dude, that's, that's what they do. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's almost like, man, they just 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 committed. They're just committed. Just They're being committed. a misunderstanding. They are. Committed. They, can't, they can't sit up here and say, you know what? My man was shot. I tried to flag him down. Nobody stopped, but they was going after right. the threat. Common sense. Man, holiday cat holiday cat daddy, man. What you what you think after listening to this uh this 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 video? Yeah, just like I was saying, man, it's just uh unfortunately people would never understand. I mean, I it's weird because they say they do, but they don't, you know. You, how can how can you be both ways? Like you you know where they going. You know where they going. You did what you got to do. And then I guess, and you know what? I, and I just think it is 100% clout because I can't imagine getting an award from a department on, on, on TV or whatever the case may be mm -hmm. of, of saving life and on the same platform, dog them. You know, mm. most times people do that to get a name. Mm -hmm. Isn't that ballsy? That, I mean, it's ballsy. I mean, it, it, that's like getting the key to the city. Like, man, you get the key to Chicago I'm, holiday, and it's like, man, fuck this city. I, I mean, he pretty much he pretty much crapped on it. Yeah, like oh, I'll give it to my wife or my son. Uh, uh, yeah, like, bro, you. Hell, it's almost like you're not even acknowledging the fact that you saved somebody's life. Right. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to give this to my kid. I mean, you're just, that's that bold. You just. Why come up there? Why even accept it? If you're just going, I don't want this, I'll right. give it to my kid. Yeah, Why yeah, don't you just give it back? You better off, yeah. You hit it on the money. You better off. Just, just say something. we don't want it. You better off saying it don't even have to be. On TV, it just don't even have to be live, man. Y'all can just give me this behind closed doors. And... Well, but, guys, but but that's how you get recognized. Oh man, uh -huh. you heard old buddy, old buddy. He, he he pretty much he took the award and just told the cops to shove it. Oh, dude, holiday. It's funny that you said that because I was looking at the comments and everybody like, yeah, respect one hundred and all that crap, and it's like, no. But but that's what sells. Like, that's mm -hmm. what sells. That's what sells. <laughs> that you going toe against the, the the city, going toe against the off uh, law enforcement. Listen, we're not the enemies. The police officers are the law enforcement officers nationwide and all over the world is not the enemy. And the community members are not the enemy. They tell us this first thing in the academy. It's not a us versus them. Only thing I can say is us versus them is us versus criminals. We stop the criminal. That's our job. Now, if, I mean, community members need to understand you cannot keep this anti-police rhetoric here because it's not good. We see it all over, all over the country, all over the, this world, all over the country. Of what's going on out there, especially in, in well, I'm going to say, especially in the, in the real liberal type cities. 
Mm-hmm. But you know what? He, there was another video of of this guy, and and he kind of explained his his feelings and stuff. So let's let's take a listen in now. Dive in. Yeah, oh boy. And they wanted to do it inside. I did not want to go inside the building. I was with the building. It was like their police department headquarters in, in St. Paul. Why don't you want to go inside the building? I didn't want to go inside the building because I am terrified of the police. Why are you terrified of the police? Um, I'm terrified of the police because um, uh, George Floyd, Sandra Bland, Tamir Rice, Dante Wright, Amir Locke, Kobe Eisler, Justin Teagan, Sherelle. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that, so his thing is this big, this is a big dude. He looked kind of tall, looked like about 6'3". He's like over 200, maybe 60, 70 pounds, a big guy. And he's a firearm instructor. And he said he's afraid of the police because of the, the, the high profile type um, law enforcement um, shootings uh, that, you know, the people that he named. Now, when I tell people, when people say, give me uh, isolated incidents, well, Tamir Rice and Sandra Bland and, 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 and George Floyd, I tell people, don't pick don't use a broad, don't paint the law enforcement in a broad brush. Those are isolated incidents that happen. He named six people. There's over, my God, what I forgot the, almost 17,000 law enforcement departments, state, local, local, and federal, I believe. Now on the average law enforcement, uh, people killed by law enforcement, justified or not, is about a thousand. So you do the math, that's not even a percentage. No. But, but when he said that, I go, well, okay, well, if you're afraid of the police and didn't want to be there, and it's just so dis- disdain, you're disdain for the police, for law enforcement, well, you must hate yourself or you must hate the people you live around. Or you must hate, hate people, you must hate criminals. Are you that same way with criminals? Probably not. Because, because they kill they kill people every day. I mean, he's not people every day. Right. No, 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 no. It's just it's just law enforcement. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Improve my it, it, it proves our point. This dude don't really have a legitimate excuse. Because excuses is crap. I'm afraid of police. I love when people say that. I get what I'm saying. I ain't afraid of the police. How many times we see we hear that? I ain't afraid to go to jail. I get bond money. I get bail money. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 I don't rock with the police because I don't like the police. I don't want to be around the police. We're trying to, law enforcement, I see what law enforcement is trying to do. The people that's in these, especially in the blue states, want to extend this olive branch to people. But the problem is the people are not accepting, some of the people are not accepting this olive branch. They gave this dude an award and he crapped on it. And that's messed up because what we see, what we see today, we see a lot of, a lot of crime, crime has risen everywhere, especially in the blue states. I can't believe you know I mean, I mean, it's just factual. They keep, they're rising. And one of the biggest reasons, one of the biggest reasons I believe 
is that we don't have support for law enforcement officers. Uh-uh. My man got on there and he blasts police. Okay, but that's just him. But what about the mayors? What about the governors? What about your aldermen? What about your fake ass uh, activists? What about BLM? The media, whoever controls the media, control the masses. And we see a rise in uptake in officers who are getting hurt, officers who are getting shot, officers who are getting killed, in the line of duty, protecting and serving these people in the community, and they get absolutely nothing. Yeah, they get a folded flag. They get a beautiful, I mean, the, the, the burial, I mean, it's beautiful, but I mean, but the person's gone. He don't, that person don't get to receive their flowers when they're living. There, there's no justice. You don't get a call from Biden. You don't get a call from Kamala Harris. You don't get the activists and the BLM or, or the Proud Boys, whatever the case may be, go and march and riot and loot or whatever the case may be for these officers. It's just like, hey, and you hear me some people, well, that's what, they, they're the ones that signed up like we're insignificant. Like, it's so interesting to me still, because even when you make these points about how we are viewed and how we get treated, these same people are still kind of, you know, shrug their shoulders like, yep, we feel this way and oh well. And it's just mm-hmm. like, I'm not begging for you to value me as an officer. What I what I wish that they would see is as much as you want to dehumanize us and treat us like we're not human, we can really very easily show you how human we are. And if y'all say abolish police, we can all literally walk off the job. And most cops are financially stable to where they can they can live off whatever money they have put up or whatever side businesses and, and buildings they own and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't have to serve you. Like this is this is a this is an age of entitlement. Like from everywhere, everybody feels entitled, even with the police. Yeah, we could treat y'all like that, but y'all still got to respond like this. You know what? I really don't. I really can say I'm gonna protect right. my family and people I know, and leave you and your family to basically try to fend for yourselves. Because many of them really cannot fend for themselves because they still calling us. We don't need police, but mm-hmm. they still calling us. But you still got a police report, though, because but you still using us. You know what I'm saying? We really don't have to serve y'all. If we were to step off tomorrow, y'all, it's going to be more chaos. That's going to be a real purge. So you getting on TV, he's sitting up here getting on TV talking about they don't protect us, we protect us. Please vote on mm-hmm. us leaving because I guarantee you our families will be protected. But then yeah, it's going to be some, oh, can you rescind that? And we just feel like we right. want good police. Oh, okay, so then say that. Say the same thing we've been saying. Oh, I would say this. Well, we, we protect ourselves, but how well can you protect yourselves? Because I looked up in St. Paul, uh, uh, Minnesota, and yeah, they, you know, they don't have big amount of homicides, but there were, there were crime out there. There's two incidents I read up. Uh, uh, there's two incidents I read up, and they had like triple homicides in a couple of different places. Right. We but protect ourselves and riot work, and that's what he's promoting. I, that's what I don't like. He's right. promoting anarchy. 
and we don't need that's that. exactly what it is that's exactly we, we what don't it need is. that we don't and that's what i'm trying to get people like that's not, not trying to get them because you can't get people to see something they want to see but people need to realize you can't if, if police officers really wanted to be selfish as a whole, they would literally walk off this job and y'all would be so defenseless. Like, stop acting like y'all don't need police. Stop trying to dehumanize people right. who, at the end of the day, they're serving, they're still protecting you. They're protecting you. Mm-hmm. And at any point, they can stop. Look how many officers that left the department. Either went somewhere else or they, or they just retire early. Well, I just saw in the news, we're down almost 2,000 officers. Yeah. And counting, and counting. And counting. Because I know because a, I people... know a few I know a few people I know are, are retired in, in January of 2023. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, uh. And people really think that people, police officers, we have to take this. No, we don't. And they showing y'all they don't. And then these same people, Jules, Holiday, y'all, y'all, I'm pretty sure y'all hear the same complaints I hear in my district. Where, why is it taking police response so long? Where are you guys at? Y'all said y'all didn't need us. So guess what? Now we're low manpower because y'all rode mm-hmm. this whole anti-police train and said abolish police. We don't need y'all. So guess what? A lot of officers left. Ain't nobody about to keep risking mm-hmm. their life and then get no. in trouble for risking their life to protect you. And then you want to fight them because they locking up the person that beat you half to death and you mad at them. And mm-hmm. then you're winning the lawsuit. Cause I tried to save Mm-mm. you from your partner who you won't leave, who ain't good for you at all or your kids. Dude, just, 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 just supporting in fact with the off duty uh, sergeant. Yes. He protect, he was trying to protect his son's bike and y'all locked him up. <laughs> Man. It's like, what the, mm-hmm. wait a minute. This is clearly a simple. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a misunderstanding. My bad. <laughs> I mean, y'all, y'all lock. And it's like, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Very crazy. But you know, you get, but you know what? The resilience and 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 for people who want to be in law enforcement officers is definitely a calling for those who are called and who who are led to be officers because God bless you, man. It is a work, it is the worst time to be a law enforcement officer. But people are still getting on this job, not a lot, but it's still people getting on this job because you know what? People still need and there's people out there that still want the police. I mean, after all this we, we're going through, mm. we're still out there. We're still out there. Oh, holiday! You got anything to add, man? Pray for, pray for this, man. Pray for the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, it's real. It's gonna be a bumpy ride. It's gonna be a bumpy ride. That's right. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a roller coaster. <laughs> it's gonna be a, a bumpy ride. I mean, hey, the one, the one, the one positive. And piece of information I'll give this guy is the fact that he said the the community had to you know kind of watch themselves too. Mm-hmm. That's that's the only piece of plus he gets. Other than that, he's stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. we, I mean, like you say, you we low manpower all over, and it starts from the community. The community see the stuff. People see what goes on. Right. But but when it doesn't go in there, you know, if it doesn't go right, they need also need someone to point the finger. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, tag where it. Um, 
Yeah, see, that that right there is like, man, you know what? That's what it needs to time out. Well, not even time out. It needs to be eradicated. It needs to be, be, hey, listen, all right. Look, these departments have changed. Law for, the police off the, the law enforcement has been has been progressing. And we changed a lot of rules and engagement and pro- procedures and policies to pretty much to satisfy these people who just have a problem with what law enforcement do. But okay. But then there's a problem because now you get crime is out of control. And guess what? What do they blame? Police. How dare you hit around the head? It's damn if you do and damn if you don't. When we was doing this, cracking heads and taking names and locking people up, and you know, that was a problem. Because you're not giving people a voice. You're not being neutrality. You're not using, you're not de-escalating. You know what I'm saying? You, you're looking at the people in the community like they're 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 the enemy, or whatever the case may be. Okay, all right, we'll have this kumbaya moment and we'll sit we'll stand around in the police circle and in this this yeah this police circle and and we'll we'll do some things differently. Mm-hmm. Well, now you give not only you gave you gave all the power to pretty much a good amount of power to the criminals because of what criminals do, they see stuff they say, oh, wait a minute, police can no longer foot chase. Bet I'm on it. Car chase, perfect. You know what, guys? This is GTA in real life. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what the politicians and the other people do, they sit up there and they placate and they pat their feet to this, and they're like, you know what, uh, safety act, and they play along with it. And it's like, wait a minute, wait, this doesn't make any sense. No cash bill for people who are doing this, this, and this, and this. What? Uh, all right, what? Wait a minute. What's the rules? I'm sitting up there at work, like, all right, what can I can what can I do and what can I can't do? Because you guys let me know. Because if I do this, according to my general orders, I'm good. But for some reason, there's still a problem. Why is it still a problem? Why would do we have to like kind of smooth things over with people when they're doing wrong? And that's where we at in society. It was like, we're not even the police. We're not. We're just out there. Just I don't know what are we are. I don't know what are we. But the one thing I just want to we want to get into before we get sidetracked with all this other crap is that we're out here, we got police on our, our, our shirts, we got police on our ID, we got the stars, we got the guns and all this stuff. We respond to, to the calls that people are calling for if we need assistance. And guess what? And in this job and in this business, there are officers that are gonna lose their lives, unfortunately. The, these officers we're going to name, it's not not the first and not going to be the last, unfortunately. Yeah. But we want to highlight it because, because it's not being said. And we have a voice and we have something to say. And our lives matter. All lives matter. But, you know, police lives also matter. So, listen, uh, it's the middle part of October. And this is when it kind of, you know, get kicked off because I mean, you get two police officers were shot dead in Connecticut responding to a domestic dispute, but now they're saying that it was like an ambush that they that they lured these officers in to to shoot them. So you get Sergeant Dustin DeMonte and Officer Alex Hamsey who lost their lives responding to, to responding to that call. 
And now it's October 13th. October 11, you have a Greenville Police Department detective, Maisha Stewart. She was she was shot and killed responding to a call. You know, she's a young black uh, law enforcement officer. Where's BLM at? Black Lives Matter, right? Mm. October 13th, you have a Las Vegas officer, Officer Ty. He was killed responding to a domestic dispute in Las Vegas. And that was in uh, October 13th. Another in October 13th, uh, and Relo uh, uh, police, Relo police officer Torres, officer Gabriel Torres, he was murdered uh, on his way to work. They had a little mass shooting, a 15 year old shot up five people, including um, officer Torres. And then on this past Tuesday, this past Tuesday night, uh, a Carlton, uh, Carrollton police officer in Carrollton, Texas, a police officer, he was killed in line of duty. Why, you know, he was hit. He was struck and hit by an 18-year-old man while he was working, pulling over somebody doing a DUI investigation. That person could have, that person could have, could have, could have crashed, killed himself, or could have crashed and killed himself and somebody else. He was doing his job. But why why conducting that DUI investigation, somebody else came and killed him. These are six officers within less than a month nationwide that lost their lives responding to situations where people needed the police. It's a disservice for this man, for him to get up there and say, the police do not protect us. We just want to highlight that the police officers not only protect, not only serve, we even out there serving for the ones who don't even want us to serve them. And it's a disservice for this piece of crap to say that and anybody else who think like it. We need the honor, we need, the, enough is enough. We need the honor and get behind the law enforcement officers. I'm not saying that because we're in it, but we see the problem is happening. Innocent people are dying. That three-year-old boy who got killed in the road race, she didn't deserve to die. They let me your girl come home from school. She didn't, she didn't deserve to get grabbed. And the postal lady. And those just three things, just, just off the top of my head, there's a million calls. So enough is enough. Enough, enough. You know, our thoughts and, our thoughts and condolences go out to the family of those officers who lost their lives, man. They're, you know, so we will continue to fight. We will continue to fight. That's what we do. That's what we do. We're still out there. We're, still gonna, we're not going to give up. We're not going to quit or anything like that. Not all of us. Now, there goes some people that's going to drop out, but but we're still here. Majority of us are still here. I agree with every sentiment you said. Yeah, facts. Can't, can't get any clearer. People just need to listen. Mm -hmm. Not here. They needed to listen. You know. Man, officers, I mean, we're under attack. Officers are quitting. Officers are retiring. Some officers are going to other departments that support the police. We're undermined, demoralized, demonized. We're unappreciated. We're vilified. Officers at a high rate of committing suicide. Officers are getting hurt. Officers are getting shot. Officers are getting killed. 
protecting and serving the community. I mean, what are you going to do when, when there's no police? What are you going to do when your loved one is, you know, you, you, let's say if you, let's say if you equip, what, what are you going to do when your loved one's out there in the street and something happened to them, something happened to your mother, your father, your kids, your wife or husband? These officers paid the ultimate sacrifice. And so it's time for officers, it's, it's, it's time for people in general to get behind law enforcement officers. And also it's for, for law enforcement to get behind the community. Mm-hmm. We both need to get it behind each other. Because yes. I tell you, I tell you, man, if if we can't come, if we don't heal together, come together, we would die individually. That's just, that, that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. So it's it's paramount that we we must we got to fix it. We, you know we got we got to come together, and come together and stop stop bashing the police and 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 for politics to get behind us and you know all the other stuff. The anti police rhetoric that needs to go away. People start talking that, but cancel. Get out of here. You cancel because we'll need we'll need more divisionists in this in this world. But hey. That's the show today. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you think. This ain't a really good feel good uh, show uh, episode here, but uh, we want to highlight on these officers because nobody else is talking about these officers that lost their lives. Six of them within a couple of weeks. That's that's scary and it shouldn't happen. So let's know what you think. Get us up at Black and Blue Vanguard podcast at gmail.com. Holiday, Miss Waddy, thank you for being on this ride along. Remember, be nice until it's time not to. And when it's time not to, definitely not be nice. And guys, thank you for listening. And I guess we'll talk to you guys next time. Wait a minute, people. We're not done yet. With announce our Blue Cape Award winner. Holiday, who's getting an award today? Blue Cape Award winner goes out to no other than three Philadelphia police officers in a pet store. Officer helped get a woman moving after her electric wheelchair broke down. The woman called police at 4.40 p.m. to say she was stuck. Police arrived and Officer Bradley Geis, Melissa Snyder, and Sergeant David Morris helped her get to a place where she was permitted to plug her wheelchair into an outlet. Guys, we appreciate y'all for being our Blue Cape Award winner. Thank you, Holiday, for announcing our Blue Cape Award winner. So people, you can always check us out on Red Circle, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Verbal, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Please, we encourage you all, if you have any questions, comments, or you want to vent, hit us up at Black and Blue Vanguard Podcast at gmail.com. What is police brutality? Does it exist? Police brutality. A coined term that's been worked to death. It's run the gamut from physical brutality to rudeness, and it's a damaging term. When the police do something that's objectionable, call it what it is, rudeness, undue force, neglect of duty, or whatever, but not police brutality. It can't be defined. It's just a label that some factions of our society use to destroy public faith in constituted law and authority, the police.